Many have tried, many have failed, and she's one of them. It's Fitless with Bianca Brady. How's like here? Should I hold it like here? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, great. Maybe do what I'm doing. Do what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. Um, welcome back to Fitless. It's a podcast. We're doing it. It's we're doing it right now. It's about exercise. We just did exercise. Um, every time we record, I attempt to speak extemporaneously for like a minute at the top of the show mm-hmm. to just kind of warm up and get things started. But weirdly, like as soon as I press record, I get nervous instantly which is so weird because it's basically the same thing as talking to your friend in your room, which is what I'm doing. But as soon as you bring a microphone into the mix and you have the knowledge that you're going to be on a recording that people may potentially listen to, it changes the energy. Yeah. Yeah, Changes Mm -hmm. the energy. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Yeah. So there we go. I did it. Got I out of the spoke way. extemporaneously <laughs> at the top of the show for a couple minutes. That's my truth. Still have butterflies. Um, I'd love to introduce my guest for the week. She's incredible. She's accomplished. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She has the best hair in the no, tri-state stop. area. No. Her name is Lindsay Rothenberg, and she's here. Welcome. Thank you, Bianca. Thrilled to be here. <laughs> you're amazing. Oh, please. Love that you're doing this. Yeah, we're both amazing. It's true. It's amazing that we found each other. <laughs> very true. <laughs> um, so today, Lindsay and I, earlier, we did a boxing class. At Overthrow Boxing Gym. Overthrow Boxing Gym in... Downtown New York City, Bleecker Street, NoHo. Edgy. Oh, so cool. Yeah. But that's, we're going to save that for later. Great. First, yeah. So first, Lindsay, the way we start the show is I ask the guest, what's your fitness journey? What has been your exercise and fitness relationship to it throughout your life? Sure. Well... I, you know, have always been very active, grew up in a very active household, a lot Mm -hmm. of biking, a lot of skiing, a lot of tennis. Um, I played all the sports growing up, softball, basketball, when I was younger, um, and have pretty much quit all of it at various points of my life. (laughs) I would say that, you know, things don't really stick with me. I I like to try new things a lot. Um, I like to mix it up. I like diversity and if I'm not very good at something, then I'll sure for sure quit it right away. I, I don't like to be bad at anything that I do. So, um, you know, wasn't good at softball. I quit. Wasn't good at basketball. I quit. Um, <laughs> wasn't good at tennis and then I quit, but then I sort of found it again later on in my life. So I do, you know, I try to play tennis. Um, and so I guess that's, that's when I was younger, but now, right. So now I play tennis, I run and I, I mix it up. Um, and I have since through college just been, I'd say a generally active, person. Um, and about two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I joined class pass and that was when it was $99 a month and it was unlimited. And it honestly felt too good to be true. You could go to any of these insanely fancy classes around the city. They all cost like $35 normally. 
For $99, you could go to an unlimited number and you could visit any gym three times. So that to me was like mind blowing. It changed my life. I got, I was way more, you know, in the best shape of my life. I was also unemployed. So I was just like building my days around my <laughs> gym classes and hanging out in gym clothes all day, which is like pretty much my ideal life anyway, aside from the unemployment. Um, and then but it was really exciting at first and then it kind of gets boring. You kind of find the same studios that you like over and over again and then they hike their prices. So now I don't do it. I don't do the unlimited one anymore. I only do three class passes a month and I run. I just ran a half marathon a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's amazing. Uh, thank you. It was a really tough day. It was cold and windy and rainy. Um, but yeah, I'd say I mix it up and I, you know, I'm probably making myself also sound more active than I actually am. In my head, I work out like four to five times a week, but actually I probably do like two to three workouts a week. You think? Um, yeah, I think so. You know, we get busy. I'm not good at exercising in the morning. So I try to go after work and then I usually just don't, I'll end up, you know, meeting friends for drinks anyway, but on the weekends, you know, try to be active. So you like it. I like it. You've always liked it. I've always liked it. I've always liked being active. I'd rather play a sport or do something, you know, with friends. I mean, my favorite part of working out is going with friends for sure. Um, then, you know, just doing something like for the sake of working, I hate weightlifting. I can't, I'll never just like go to a gym and like do stuff on my own. Like that's why I need to do a class. Um, but running is sort of Running is different. Yeah. Running is different. And I never really was a runner. I sort of got into it like maybe a a year or two ago uh, or maybe two to three years ago. Um, and I try to, I tried to force myself to like it because I think it's great. I think, you know, you can do it anywhere. It's free. It's great when you travel. That's sort of how I started. I was going on a lot of film shoots. Um, and, I would try to run, you know, before or after the shoot. And it's a nice way to see a new city. Like, I think, you know, I'd be on a shoot in like Savannah, Georgia and go for a run and be like, this is great. I can see this whole city in half an hour, you know? Um, And then, so I signed up for my first 10K as a way to sort of force myself to run. And that was, you know, two years ago or something like that. And now it's, yeah, I try to sign up for a race or something so that I kind of have to but I like it, but I sort of also have to force myself to do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, running is kind of my uh, white whale mm. exercise wise. Yeah. Because my, I've mentioned it before, my mom is a big time runner. Sure. She's run quite a few marathons, mm. always running my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, every morning of my childhood, I woke up and she would have already run 10 miles, you know? So yeah, I will never be that kind of mother ever. Like, <laughs> that's, I'm not, I, mean, I don't work out as much as I'm making it sound like I do. I no, will never but be the that. The fact that you have been able to say like, okay, this is good. And I always have admired as a friend, your discipline in that way, being able to say, okay, I'm signing up for this. I have to train for it. I'm going to train for it. I'm going to do it. And seeing it through all the way to race day. You were there when I did my first one. Yeah, it was so amazing to (laughs) me. Thank you. Just that seeing it through and following through. Even in terms of like going to classes, you always, you know, you're checking out the new thing. You're signing up. You're trying it. 
I find it to be very inspiring when I see the way that you exercise because you you. are very brave to me. Thank you. I mean, there's some (laughs) stuff that I will not do. I will not go to a CrossFit class. I will not, you know, I'm just not interested in that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, compliment. Thanks, Bianca. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, Which the bravery thing is kind of what brings me to overthrow and boxing, which is what we did today. Um, When you first told me, you're the first one to tell me about it. And it's actually just a block away from one of my jobs. So I've walked by it a few times. Um, And you had said, oh, yeah, overthrow. I've been. It's on class pass. It was fun whatever, da, da, da. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe she did that. She's so brave to do, <laughs> to do that. And then, you know, in order to exercise, obviously I started a podcast, that's what we're doing. And I, I said to myself, I have to be brave and go and do this. Like, yeah. Cause it's and not, crushed it. it's not only intimidating to me in that mm. it's boxing, which yeah. is, sort of a more masculine, uh, more aggressive historical thing than I'm used to doing. Right. But the thing about boxing is that in the past couple of years, it's really become a very trendy female workout. It's like the workout of choice for like all the cool models, you know? Right. But that's that's the other reason why it's so intimidating (laughs) is because models do it. So for, you know... (laughs) A hundred years, men did it, mm-hmm. and that's one aspect of it right. being intimidating. And then when women started doing it the past couple of years, they're models. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's a little bit, <laughs> especially in New York in this sort of downtown scene. And the thing that overthrow is really trying to play into is like, mm, we're not like fitness; we're like boxing, and it's so badass like how could it be like you if you could box with a leather jacket on Mm -hmm. this is where you would do it definitely definitely so it takes a lot of courage I think to go I think yeah maybe (laughs) um I would I would agree with that I think that to me overthrow is less intimidating because maybe because I just know it's going to be a room full of class pass girls right as some of the other boxing gyms. I've I've been to a lot of the boxing gyms in the city and some of them really are intimidating. There's, you know, the Church Street boxing gym is where like real boxers work out. Right. Um, they make you like run up and down the stairs. Right. And, you know, there's a few and they all kind of have their own personality. To me, overthrow, it's kind of fun and cheeky. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they really embrace this edgy sort of punk aesthetic, which is almost like nostalgic for me because when I was in high school, that was, you know, my whole thing. It's like, um, you know, the cool kid and punk and I, you know, yeah. like to listen to, but you know, rock music. But so it's kind of almost like this funny place where I can sort of feel like I'm like a teenager again, like yeah. at like a music venue that I maybe would have yeah. gone to. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It definitely has that vibe. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, we went to the class today. We now, did. a little bit about my emotional state. Sure. So, on Wednesday, I 
basically almost sliced my pinky finger off in a freak plate dropping accident. Uh, Not really off. Obviously, I'm exaggerating. But I did slice the top of my pinky finger on my right right hand. And it was bleeding like heck. And then this acquaintance of mine who's a doctor, she glued it closed with crazy glue. Not medical glue, but crazy glue, crazy with a K. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is that okay? She's a doctor. She She said it's okay, and I trusted her, and I do trust her. Great. But it looks crazy with a K, (laughs) and it looks kind of gross. Mm. Um, But it was feeling okay, but instantly in my head when it happened, I was saying, oh, no. I have to do boxing. Yeah. The one exercise that you need your fist Outside for. Outside of your hands. Yeah. Um, so basically for the past few days, I've been in a panic that mm. I'm going to bleed all over the place and not going to be able to do it. Oh. So when we went in, you know, I was there. Lindsay was running a little bit late, but it was fine. Bit. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> um, and may or may not have missed my subway stop. And yeah, like she was saying, it's so cool in there, intimidating in a sense with all, you know, cool pictures on the wall. And they have this whole, Mm -hmm. um, you know, anti-Donald Trump Mm. stance right now. Mm -hmm. This illustration of a fist punching a cartoon face of his and the arm of the fist has... Bernie Sanders logo and a Hillary Clinton logo. (laughs) And then the text accompanying that image is when they go low, we go high. Yeah. Obviously a boxing reference and a quote from the Michelle Obama. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're very political current. And then also interesting on their website, they have a quote from Abby Hoffman. Yes. Famous revolutionary of yes. the 60s. Well, I don't... Yes, and that's... I don't know if you know about the history of the building that it's in, and that's why they've sort of embraced this aesthetic. Tell me, tell yes. me. Well, overthrow Don't is, be afraid to talk a little closer. A little to the closer to the microphone. <laughs> okay, okay cool. Um, yeah, so it's in the building that was the home of the Yippies. Okay. Abby Hoffman's Yippies, yes. So that is really where it... I don't, I don't know that, I guess they must have chosen that location. You know, I, I don't, I think it must've been like the guys who started it were maybe looking for a space and then they found, I don't really know the story of how they landed it, but right. it just fits so well with them and they've really embraced the history of it. And that's why the place is plastered in newspapers from the eighties and, you know, anti-establishment, anti-establishment right. And which is, you know, why I think they're opening their second location in Williamsburg in the old trash bar. It's going to have that same feel, real old school punk bar that closed. And now it's going to be an overthrow boxing gym. And I think it's cool. I think it's like fun that they've, right. you know, sort of embraced that. Well, this history. is their Abby mm. Hoffman quote on their website. I'm never certain how good a teacher experience is, but the American illusion is that it can't be beat. I've been there is equal to two degrees on the subject. Cold-bloodedly throw your body into the fight. You are an instrument of change. Yeah. (sighs) 
a lot. It's wow. A lot. It's a lot. Yep. And also, fun fact, Abby mm. Hoffman went to my high school. No way. So that's where he learned to hate the teacher experience. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I don't think he graduated. Or he, like, you know, he wasn't all at the Alumni Association yeah. <laughs> dinner for Weird. Worcester Academy. Why. Yeah. But he is an alum that we are proud of, in Very a cool. sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this anti-establishment mm-hmm. thing. Bowery, you know. Yeah, CBGB. Punk, yeah. Joey Ramone. Totally, totally. Um, yeah, and the music was more hip-hop today. Right. Sometimes they play punk it's usually hip hop, you know, it was Biggie, we had NWA, DMX, DMX, stop, drop, shut them down, open up, drop. Shop. That's my DMX impression. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so they have a few different types of classes that you could take. Yes. And we did the one, it's it was 45 minutes mm-hmm. info. I'm on the website. It was the underground one. Sometimes they have ring yeah. work which I've done, which is upstairs in the ring. And they have the underground boxing, which is more just like your typical workout class right. with some boxing reps. And, you know, everyone gets on a bag. We do, there's a warm up. There's some, you know, circuits on the bags. Right. And so I, I go in, we go in, mm. they help you wrap your hands in these hand wraps. Yep. And I said something like, oh, my finger is injured, (laughs) you know, like, and they were very dismissive because they, you know, it it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. But so then we go down to the basement and there's all this cool signage, neon lights, Mm, a big neon fist, big neon arrow pointing downstairs and then red lights shirt with the graphic of the same mm-hmm. neon arrow that you can buy. Yep. Um, yeah, so we go downstairs. It's dark. Mm-hmm. Um, Grimy. It smells bad. Yeah, I mean, all those boxing gloves. That's the thing about taking a oh, boxing class. Yeah. You just know that you're putting your hand into somebody, right. you know, hundreds of other people's sweat. And Obviously, they spray I'm them or whatever. a, a but. panic attack because my <laughs> finger is an open wound and I'm <laughs> putting my hand into this disgusting thing. But I was fine. Yeah. It was great. So yeah, we did some shadow boxing first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very dark. Our instructor is yep. wearing a headset. He's yep. great. Yep. He was great. Um, they have a, you know, they have... A variety of instructors there. I've, you know, taken several classes there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say their two star instructors are these guys who are just full-blown male models. Um, <laughs> and the classes that I've taken with them are particularly fun because they really, like, flirt with you in the class. They <laughs> wink at you. They might come over and, like, tap you on the shoulder. Right. They might make a funny face at you. And you're just, like, very intimidated because they're just so beautiful. Sure. And, um that was kind of their thing in the beginning. And they're like, they're Instagram celebrities, you know, one or maybe both of them are owners. One of them dates this girl who's the model who was on one of the covers of the sports illustrated swimsuit issue last year. And she was like, thank you overthrow for my body. So it's a whole thing. And when, when you have, when you take a class with one of them, you really feel like you're like getting some sort of special access to this special club where like the cool kids hang out. Um, you so, guys can't see it, but I'm, I'm sort of rolling my eyes. Right. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm just like, ooh, you know. But we didn't get that experience today. We had a more normal instructor who was just a great, cool boxer. Um, 
I liked him a lot. I thought he was really nice. And, you know, it was a pretty crowded class. There wasn't a lot of personal attention. Sometimes there's fewer people in there and you feel a little bit more um, taken care of. Yeah. This was, we were very on our own, very much on our own. He was just shouting out, you know, jab, jab, cross, hook, hook, uppercut, uppercut, go, you know. And so we were just kind of on our own, left to our own devices. Yeah, definitely it was the type of thing where I felt like inspired to do a good job because Mm. it was sort of fun and new and punching is not something that I ever get to do. Yeah. Um, You get a lot of like aggression aggression out. out, It's great. For sure. Yeah. But then also because of the dim lighting and Uh the crowded thing and Uh the fact that there's only one of him, I felt like I could slack off whenever I wanted and sort of Definitely did during those burpees. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's kind of back and forth between punching bags and Mm. burpees and mountain climbers. Yep, mountain climbers, squats, just a lot of energy. Yeah, just a lot of of jumping around. Even when we were when we were doing that thing where we, you know, they put you on these bags. There's the whole room is filled with bags, and you're punching one for ten punches, and move to the next one. You're just like bouncing around the whole room. You know, it's like pop, 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 and it's great. It's so fun. It was fun. Yeah. But here's my theory. So it seems to me like these um, boxers wanted to start a boxing gym that was legit mm-hmm. and fit in with their political viewpoint. And I don't know much about the history of boxing. And in, I mean, fighting in general is very foreign to me. I, I don't know. I think when you grow up and you're a little white girl who Mm -hmm. lives in a nice little city. And I didn't even have a sibling to fight with. You know, I'm the only child. I have a stepbrother, but he's older. He would never fight with me. I think that's part of the reason I love boxing so much is because I had an older brother who fought with me (laughs) my whole life. He wished I was a boy. We've always fought. We still fight. I mean, like for play sometimes for real, you know, but Sometimes we'll even box now, like with each other, just <laughs> for fun on Thanksgiving. It's so funny to me. Yeah. I can't even imagine that. Well, my brother has a lot of energy too. So yeah, sometimes we bounce around and punch each other. It's fun. It just seems like these guys started a boxing gym in yep. their ideal image. And then they're sort of using this fitness and class pass craze mm. to get as many like young women in there yeah. as possible in order to subsidize what they actually want to do, which is train and box with each yeah, other. For sure. And but why it's shouldn't kind they? of good because yeah. it's it's like, okay, we'll get a we'll get these girls in, they'll have a good workout, yeah. they'll take their selfies and feel good about mm-hmm. themselves and then we'll be able to finance what we actually want to do. Yeah. But they do. They do like fight nights where you can come and watch them. They do, I think, like Friday nights where it's like boxing and then beer. I think they also wanted to create a place that was like a hangout for themselves. Right. You know, like a lot of there's a lot of like sort of wellness startup kind of places nowadays that are popping up like that. Right. Like I was just reading about one that's going to come downtown. That's like two hundred and fifty dollars a month where it's more like a club, but it's going to have yoga and stuff, you know. And so I think that's what they wanted to do in their own style is create like a club house basically where they can box and jump around and go nuts and ha- play their music that they want to play and, you know, hang pictures of Lou Reed on the wall and, <laughs> you know, I'm into it. I think, you know, 
I think it's a fun place. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Mm -hmm. It feels like a scene. Mm -hmm. And it feels like the type of thing that you could really get into and start going a lot. And the other thing I really want to mention is that everybody who worked there, the person who checked me in. That guy behind the the desk. The guy behind the instructor. Mm -hmm. Everybody was so nice and so welcoming Mm -hmm. and I never for a second felt like I wasn't cool enough to be there yeah. once I was inside. Right, right. But walking by for the past year or whatever, I felt like I could never go in there. No. I yeah. just, just right. <laughs> I could never. Right. I mean, I'm just not. That's not for me. Da, yeah. da, da. But once I was in there, he complimented my T-shirt, asked me if I needed help. Mm-hmm. You know, I was waiting for Lindsay. He he said, oh, don't worry about it. They're not starting. You don't have to worry. Because obviously, I've, you know. <laughs> Your early thing. Not my early know, thing. I get it. <laughs> um, and there, was, there were a lot of women there, a woman who worked there, super nice yeah. men. And that's another thing. It wasn't just women in our class. There were more women than yeah. men, but there were... There were a few guys. Two th- two or three guys, mm-hmm. one older guy. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a diverse and different fun thing to do. Definitely. Definitely more fun than just going to like a bar class, you know, or something like that where, you right. know, it's just going to be these girls, these perky girls. Right. It's a it, different it, vibe. Yeah, totally. It's energetic. You get your aggression out. It's just like... I just think it's fun. Yeah. Couldn't have been more different than what I did for the last episode. Yeah. Gaga dancing. (laughs) Which I listened to. It was a great episode. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, But yeah, I think, okay, so questions. Yes. Would you go back? Yes. I would go back. I mean, it's, it's still not my favorite place probably to do a boxing class. Okay. Um, Because of the sceniness of it or maybe and I also think that it is more of a workout than actually like boxing work um and maybe because the classes get so crowded Mm -hmm. I don't know I mean it's up there I I go to this place called title which is near my office on 37th street like way over on the west side um I really like that one everyone gets their own bag um but I don't know. I mean, I just, I would, no, I'd definitely go back to overthrow. I like it a lot there. Um, I like their ring work class, which is upstairs. You're in the ring. It's a smaller class. You still do stuff like burpees and things like that, but they really go through the punches with you. And there's, it just seems like it's a little more boxing work. Right. More about form. Right. About form. This, we were kind of on our own today with the bags, you know, it was just like, we could have just done whatever we wanted to do. So yeah, Which is me, probably good for a first-timer. Me, Lindsay, and another girl were sharing a bag. Right. Three is like one too many she, to share a bag. You want to do two. It was intense. She was intense. She was intense. She was there to box. Oh, yeah. And she had gotten her bag, and it was like, I think she was probably feeling like, psych, I got my own bag. And then we were trying <laughs> to find our own bag. They were all taken. So we were like, let's just triple you know, up. Triple up. Um, I don't think she was happy about it, but she didn't, well, you know. She didn't try and fight she, us. No, she didn't. <laughs> she could have. <laughs> um, okay, and would you recommend overthrow boxing to a friend? Absolutely. 
if there was a friend who I thought wanted to work out in a really um, aggressive way and yeah, liked loud music and wanted something a little different than a hundred percent. Yeah. Definitely. I liked it too. Cause it was fun. Yeah. It was not the same thing for too long ever. Right. And it was short, only yeah, 45, 45 minutes, <laughs> ideal time to work out, but it is that expensive. much closer to brunch. It is it's like 30, right? $34 or something. Yeah. Um, and they can do that because that's just what classes cost now in New York. Right. So yeah. But I guess they have all kinds of packages and monthly stuff. I would do it more often It was if it was closer to my work or home, which it's not. So it's not bad for me on the subway, but it's not super convenient. So yeah, I guess that's a drawback for me. It's I like definitely a close-to-home workout. a fun vibe in It's there. fun, yeah. It's just fun. Just fun? Feels like you're playing. You're you know? playing. You're yeah. in this cool club. Mm-hmm. An anti-establishment mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah. And as we were leaving, I guess one of the owners was outside. Lindsay yep. pointed him out. And one he of the had, models. He did have a leather jacket on. Yep. With a overthrow logo mm-hmm. painted on the back. Mm-hmm. I definitely would recommend taking his class. He has a lot of energy. He bounces around. He'll flirt with you. He'll scream he'll shout it's fun I mean it's a little ridiculous too like you can also you can go and be like oh my god who is this guy but I think his class is really fun yeah it sounds Um, fun yeah you know it's like if you feel like you're in like CBGB's or something which right I actually did get to go to when I was in high school you know I would like we my friends and I would take the train in and go to CBGB's because it was still a venue and bands would still play wasn't the 80s, obviously. But yeah, so I think maybe that's why it feels like nostalgic to me. I feel like I'm in high school again. It's like that's where I would want to hang out when I was in high school. No longer that cool or subversive, but... Right. You know, and now it's uh, for now fitness. It's, now it's for fitness and not for music, but... Now it's for healthy right, body. Right, exactly. It's for wellness, really. For wellness. So, and I would like to say that afterwards we got a green juice and some, <laughs> you know... <laughs> tofu but we didn't no we, we had a big had a delicious big Chinese brunch, brunch. <laughs> chicken and waffles yeah it was great yes um and I feel like I should read the quote off of oh, this yeah, fortune cookie fortune which is sitting cookies. on my leg we had yeah. fortune cookies after our Chinese brunch and the fortune was that which is painful to the body may be profitable to the soul so there you have it I mean there you go yeah and I thought it was going to be a lot more strenuous than it was. Yeah. You were nervous. I was nervous. Yeah. And as with most exercises, not much to be nervous you didn't have about. To be. Yeah. Right. Great. Um, so that was pretty fun. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. It's great. Any final thoughts on it? Um, I don't really have any final thoughts on it. A warning to potential goers. A warning to potential goers. Um, It's dark. It's dark. (laughs) Be prepared to put your hands in a really sweaty, gross, gross boxing glove. Yeah. Um, Try not to injure any of your fingers before you go. Try not to injure any of your fingers before you go. (laughs) Maybe don't be hungover because you're going to be jumping up and down a lot. Pretty standard. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we play a game. Mm. Lindsay, uh, I have one question for you. Does this count as exercise? Uh, yes. Go. Public speaking. 
Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that gets your heart rate up is exercise and public speaking definitely gets my heart rate up. I think doing this podcast is exercise. (laughs) So (laughs) yes. 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 Public speaking is exercise. You have to do some warm ups, you know, vocal warm ups. Yeah. What about like a wedding toast? A wedding toast. Does that count as exercise? Uh, it depends on how drunk you are. Okay. If you have a few drinks before the toast, you're going to sail right through it. It's not going to be exercise. But if you maybe aren't drinking for some reason at the wedding <laughs> and you give a toast, that could be exercise. Do you Get think it's more exercise if it's for a work presentation? Anything work-related definitely counts as exercise. Okay. Yeah. If you have to stand up in front of a room and give a speech to work, give a talk. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That's probably not exercise. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think any public speaking is exercise. Yeah, I don't know. I think for some people it might be. Yeah. Heart rate wise. Right. Right. I've I've, um, historically been pretty excited about public speaking. Yeah, you do stand up. Well, I've done stand up before. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was very nerve-wracking. Exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Heart rate. Were you sore the next day? Did your abs hurt? Well, it's like it has made me so nervous that I wouldn't eat the whole day before and then was so nervous that I didn't eat the whole rest of the day Yeah, because of how um, embarrassed and ashamed (laughs) I've been (laughs) about everything I've said. So in a sense, I mean, maybe not exercise, but surely weight loss on some level. Definitely. Counts as exercise. Yeah. What else? Any other thoughts on boxing, on fitness in general? Words of wisdom from a lifelong active woman. Putting me on the spot. Um... What would you say to somebody who has, for example, me, signed (laughs) up to run a four-mile race with her mother in December? Oh, fun. um, And can only really get to two miles at this point. You're fully 100% going to be fine. If you can run two miles, you can run four. And I would just say, you know, keep running. All you have to do is, like, put one foot in front of the other. And build it up, build it up. You should probably, it's in December, you should probably just run like twice a week until then. You don't need to overdo it. Four miles isn't that far, but you can run, you know, two to three. Mm -hmm. And then you could save your first four mile run for that day. As long (laughs) as you get to three, you can, yeah. I did it last year, having not really practiced at all. And race day really gives you an extra bump. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you for the Jingle Bell Jog in December. That sounds adorable. Yeah. It's going to be really cute. It's great. You're going to do great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, as always, yeah. I think we're done with great. the app. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you, Lindsay, for being my guest. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks to Bill Wadman, as always, for all the tech help. (laughs) And yeah. Okay. I love you. Awesome. Bye-bye. I love you. you. (laughs) Bye-bye.